Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on a TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, youtube.com, slash up next, which we are live right now every Wednesday night after NXT airs. We go live on our YouTube. Hello, YouTubers, everyone in the room right now. Hello, All the Hot regulars. Mic as well, everyone on the Hot, Hot Mic, Mic app, app as well. Um, yes. Wherever you find your podcast, wherever you're listening to us from right now, wherever you may be, hello. Uh, we are your NXT friends. Friends! Friends. And Wednesday nights are uh, for the boys, as some might say. So we are here in a time... It's WrestleMania season, you know? But you know what else it is? It's uh, it's a... I mean, I think last, last year, uh, cancel culture really kind of oh. ramped up a bit, right. didn't it? Cancel and, culture, yeah. Uh, it feels like 2020 is just embracing that, evolving that. Wow. And, yeah, uh, it's... I'm oh tired of talking about this. I'm tired about hearing about this. But I feel it's something we kind of have to talk about. What are we talking about? Uh, well, Harvey Weinstein got 23 years. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it should have been a lot more, but he, hopefully, hopefully he, he dies He'll in get jail. It. He'll get right? it. Hopefully he dies um, in jail. But unfortunately, the world is about yin and yang and balance. Oh, and I know. That. So whilst one... Whoa, I know what you're talking about. What's that? You're talking about White Claws finally coming to Canada. No, that that's two good things. Oh. I'm talking about balance here. Oh, right. And, like, fucking, what's it called? The Cottage Springs. It's the same thing. Right, but now I we don't have know white, why people are lining up. But now we have White up. Claws, right? It's the same thing. Right. Oh, I thought, that was, for I thought a while. that was the big news. No. Sorry, what's no. the big news? The big news is, uh, well, WrestleMania might be cancelled. Oh, my... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, this is crazy, actually. Yeah, jokes aside, uh, the world is kind of in this, all of a sudden, a pandemic. It's Wednesday night as we're recording this. Mm. Wherever you find your podcast, this is where you, you find us. 
And uh, during NXT, we hear Trump has banned some some flights from from Europe. The next thirty days, starting from Friday, all flights right. from Europe, uh, excluding the UK, it seems, uh, but I guess mainland Europe, right? Uh, flights are banned to try and kind of contain uh, this virus going around. Yeah. Um, we have uh, two NBA players have been uh, reported to have had uh, the coronavirus and NBA games from now have been suspended. The Jeez. rest of the season's been suspended. Wow. Uh, and then some crazy news that just made me freak out during NXT tonight. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Having the coronavirus, Both COVID-19. And, and his, his wife. wife. Yeah, Rita Wilson. Um, yeah, so wow, very scary. So crazy. we poured a little bubbly out tonight. We have not just for Chris Jericho because we do our AEW reviews on Thursday, and but we're not going to cheers because we don't want to transfer germs. Right, but so we're going to look at each other in the eyes, respect each other, and politely. What about the elbow, elbows? The elbows. elbow. Um, yeah, so we even recorded a show earlier for our Patreon. Yeah, and this is how like rapidly this news is changing. Because exactly, I must admit I've been pretty blasé about the whole thing. Sure. I I still am to an extent. But as each day goes on, it seems a bit crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing the like hysteria it's causing the general public. Of course. Um, and I talk about that a bit on uh, our Was Next show, which will be dropping later this week. Yes. Um, but honestly, since we recorded that, which was at about 5 p.m. today. 5.30, yeah. So much more news has come in. It's crazy. Um so yeah, yeah I'm very like whatever. My some of my friends are like, oh, like are you wearing masks? Are you? And I'm like, oh, no, like not really. But then now it's like people are starting to more freak out. And part of me is like, yo, chill. I feel like boomers are freaking out. Yeah, and millennials are looking at flights. Yes, that's what I'm doing <laughs> right now. Uh, low key, Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, you know, hopefully it goes away. No, um, but actually, like it's it, it's pretty scary. Well, the so. thing it's what I was saying to you earlier because I bought. A little bit of toilet roll. We, we were running low anyway. Stocked and normally up. where I just buy one, I bought two. Is this the end of the world? Um, but I was like, as as much as we are thinking people are being ridiculous for going out and buying shit, well, if everyone's being ridiculous and buying shit, there won't be shit for us to buy who aren't being ridiculous. Right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So I, the whole thing's crazy. They've been... Uh, it's WrestleMania at this point in time is still going ahead. Yes, as this there was reporting. no comment about it at all. They really hyped up WrestleMania at one angle and one point of the show, though. And it was quite but funny I mean, because I feel just I a couple of days ago there were talks about right is uh, is WrestleMania going to be on ESPN Plus and watching Elimination Chamber on Sunday. We're going okay. Are they advertising Mania for being on the network? Um, you know, it was pretty dangerous putting tag teams in those chambers. Yeah. That's how you can track coronavirus. And yeah. I watched that pay-per-view. Holy. And, but now we're talking about, is it actually going to go ahead? Is it going to get right. moved? What? And obviously, I'm, I'm going. So, yeah, I'm, I'm you, planning on yeah. going. And right now, I'm saying I'm still going to Tampa. Right. Whether I'm going to WrestleMania or not. Yeah. Um, but there was a... Re- so, Tampa put out a tweet. Like, the, the city of Tampa put yeah. out a tweet saying that uh, they're kind of cancelling events over a certain amount of people, but then put out another one being, like, WrestleMania isn't part of this or something. WWE have been meeting with them. It's still, at this moment in time, very up in the air. I kind of think now it feels kind of inevitable it's not going ahead with certain flights being cancelled and Hmm. uh, whole seasons of sport being suspended and that. Um, 
it's pretty crazy. There was just before we went went on air, I saw a tweet, um, and obviously uh, this was from at Wrestle Votes. Uh, so take it with a pinch of salt. I yeah. I don't know the credibility of uh, the tweet or anything, uh, but it's saying that there are currently discussions about relocating this Friday SmackDown to the PC. Hmm. Um, so they're talking about moving actual like shows. arena events shows. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of crazy right now. Yeah, I mean, again, we're recording this uh, just after NXT. Uh, again, live on YouTube. Um, so by the time you're maybe listening to this, maybe n- other things have come out. But uh, it, it's pretty crazy because we're in Toronto here, and we see you see people wearing masks. You see people. We, we're we take precautions. We we wash our hands a lot. You work um, in like at a bar. So you, yeah, you yeah. wash your hands a lot. I I work in a TV, and I I use hand sanitizer a lot. I wash my hands quite often. Um, so I mean, we we we're kind of like just like ah oh, whatever. It's a like a joke almost as we've been joking about it as lo- many people have and now it's like well, people it's the are fact like, that people are now telling me to wash my hands it's like yeah my parents told me to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. when i couldn't even speak do you know what i mean right. it's um, still i mean that also you know you just don't know it could it could spread crazier uh, it could go away um one of my best friends uh shane he's mm-hmm. a guy in a wheelchair and he just qualified for team canada for wheelchair rugby for tokyo 2020 the paralympics yeah and I'm like, holy shit, this is incredible. And uh, I, I love Japan and I, I love my best friend. And I think this is an amazing thing. I want to travel to go there. Mm. And I'm looking at flights and they're cheaper now because of this whole quote unquote pandemic. But part of me is like, do I do I risk this? Is that going to be itself canceled? Are fans not going to be allowed to go to the Olympics this year? Yeah. It could possibly happen. So I'm in a, I'm in a bind. So look at Wrestle Kingdom tickets. And I'm like, huh, is now the time? But it's... And obviously, this is more That's serious so than just, oh, I can't go to this concert, I, know, yeah, I can't yeah. go to this event. But realistically, we, we cover yeah. pro wrestling on this show, and that's what we talk about. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's the big news, is is this is the Super Bowl of wrestling. This is the Olympics of wrestling. Right. Like This is the big thing, and it looks like for the first time in 36 years that it might be cancelled or postponed. And at the moment, I'm kind of thinking it. It's likely. Apparently, probably by the time you're listening to this, a lot of you, because yeah. uh, I know there's going to be an announcement tomorrow from what I've heard, Yeah, um, we will probably know sure. by then. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine Vince McMahon somehow pulling his strength. Oh, he won't. Command. Well, he Trump. never gets ill, does he? This is, so, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, all I know is Tom Hanks, bro. I know. Tom Hanks? Bro, I got shook. Yeah. I got scared. He's America's sweetheart, bro. I know. Dude. I'm so scared. Hope but Tom Hanks is in my wish, our wishes tonight. Can we maybe put uh, put a stop on this conversation yeah. for now? I'm kind of sick of it. Sick um, of it. The coronavirus. <laughs> um, but that aside... Wash these hands. Wash these wash hands. these hands. And how are you? I'm good. Um, we're drinking some bubbly. We uh, decided to drink some bubbly tonight. Uh, it's wine Wednesdays usually. Does it still count as a wine? I guess it's a yeah, bubbling, it's a sparkling bubbly wine. wine. Sparkling yeah. Wine. Um, on a Wednesday night, even though it's in this glass, <laughs> even though we're, we're NXT... talking about being clean and healthy. There's something and there's in your glass. Definitely yeah, floaty? some oh, like floaty. orange juice pulp, it's freshly squeezed, baby. Did, were you making mimosas before? Um, you, you definitely was, made mimosas uh, in this sorry. glass. Look at this. Sorry. Okay, it was pre-outbreak. It's Am fine. I weird that I I only drink orange juice with pulp? I can't do without. No, I, I like either. I can't do it Depends with that. Depends on my mood. 
Um, yeah, um, we're drinking some bubbly, even though we are the NXT people, and we do our AEW reviews on our Patreon. And like you said, it's WrestleMania month, so mm. for our Patreon, we came up with so many WrestleMania things, so don't, we're trying to not, not to be so down, because yeah. like, tomorrow's going to be a really fun day for us, because we're doing another game that you've come up with, a podcast for our Patreon, The Greatest WrestleMania Ever, starring Davey Portman, Braden Harrington, John Pollock, Wei Ting, and Mike Murray. And uh, that's available uh, tomorrow night on our Patreon. And this is like, again, we, we mentioned WrestleMania season. We have so many cool shows planned. Coronavirus aside or not, we're still going through with these shows. So um, <laughs> we're going to be... Uh, we can record podcasts in our bunker we here can at indeed. the BDE, the Brain Davies. Yeah, so we, we've got this game tomorrow. Uh, those of you signed up to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash up next, uh, can see the rules and people have been giving in like their cards. So yeah. we're essentially going to be playing the booker. But like every booker, there's always the complications like, oh, but this guy's the champion of this com- company. Yeah. And and then you've got your uh, your great mooters who will only do it if they get a four day Disney pass and wow. all that. So wow. we've put some complications <sighs> in there. We are going to try and book the greatest WrestleMania and following a certain set of rules. And we're going to see at the end of the show who has the best WrestleMania. We've done similar kind of games with Survivor Series and the Rumble. They're always a lot oh, of fun. Wait, did you mean that one Rumble game where we played and it was Rumble Trivia and the John Pollock used me as a lifeline to help him answer the question, to help him that, go on that to very win? game, Braden. Yes, wow, indeed. that same game? Again... This is the great time to try this out because five bucks you get to listen to all the past shows, including the past games, Absolutely. and this new game. And five bucks you get to try this out. And and shout out all the patrons from day ones through all the the time now. It's been a few months and it's crazy this ride we're on. But shout out the new people who are are joining us because again, like try us five bucks this month, Mania month. Why not? And uh, you'll see that we we have some we have some fun with our Patreon, our patrons, all the up next stuff we've been doing, our was next. Our best matches ever, which we're doing a bunch for this week, are up yours for our world champion patrons. There's so much stuff, and it's it's just been crazy. And like me and you have been working hard, and you especially, like you have put in so much time. You we, you got a new computer. You decided to take I some of the money yeah. we've made from working so hard, and you put it into buying new gear. So like we're doing a lot of stuff, and like NXT leading into this takeover, I feel like it's. It's in the people's kind of side because everyone's looking forward to Mania and everyone's kind of into the AEW wave and the train that's going. But we're still following NXT. We're still the NXT friends, even though we do all the other shows as well. Um, but we're, we are here to talk about NXT tonight. But yeah. um, I, I, I am well. We're drinking some bubbly. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Aside uh, from Corona scares. Aside from that, uh, yeah, I've been off for a couple of days, which is very nice. I... I went to see The Invisible Man yesterday um, with, uh, what's her name, Elizabeth Moss? Yes. Is that right? Um, Yeah, I really liked it. Obviously, this is a film that's been done a couple of times and different variations. Uh, Yeah, there's the original, which uh, you've got, I've seen a couple of times. Uh, Then you've got films like Hollow Man. Oh, man. Kevin Bacon. I low-key want to review that down the line. Um, You know what? I thought this was a really good uh, adaptation. Okay. Um, What I love is... Essentially, the the other films have kind of been a guy... Like a kind of normal guy. Like a scientist where... Becomes invisible. Yeah. Then becomes a bit of a dick after the fact. Sure, of course. This film 
plays on a woman who in the opening scene is running away from an abusive relationship. Got you. Well, don't spoil the whole movie. No, for this is the premise. And the, uh, the husband comes back invisible. Right. And I think that fear, it's kind of rooted in more, uh, like reality with the fear of a woman escaping from an abusive relationship anyway, yeah. is always going to have the fear of that man coming back. Okay. So you've got that added element and, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I well, thought it was really good. Well, I haven't good. seen it yet, but it's supposed to be part of the new Universal Monsters. Now, you know we are roommates. You've seen my room. It's full of Universal OG monster movie posters. And I love that this is kind of the relaunch. They're, they're doing a soft relaunch of this universe. And just today they announced a new Dracula movie being announced from Ooh. Universal. So uh, it makes me want to ask everyone, who would you cast as a new Dracula in... 2020 in this kind of world we're in right now but it, it's interesting that they're kind of still remaking old-time kind of classics but um the, going from such wonderful cinema uh, i work at a, a tv station okay and uh, i've already talked to you about this but um there's a, a tv show that i saw everyone's talking about like the bachelor and this guy pete I, I always tell people that wrestling is kind of the bachelor bachelorette for guys. Like it's it's a silly storyline, but you follow it to see the end, sure. right? You want to know what happens, kind of thing. And uh, the bachelor, the big thing on TV and stuff. But there's a new show called um, <laughs> Listen to Your Heart, where it's the bachelor, but they pair bachelors and bachelorettes who are musicians, and they pair them together, and then they got to see who can win a, a record contract and who can find love and stuff. And I think it's a great premise that we should start a brand new podcast, oh, brand God. new Patreon, oh, where we just reviewed The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. You know, I mean... If, and I, now the rock set song is stuck in my head. And if it is we're yours all going to be in quarantine, sure, sure, <laughs> I'll do it. The we'll, greatest thing is we'll, we can podcast we'll in quarantine. We'll put out shows for everything. If, if that happens, wow. sure, we can do a Bachelor, <laughs> Listen to Your Heart, Listen to My Heart, whatever it is. Uh, I'm down, sure. Wow, Pilot Pete. Man. When I should be in Tampa... I'll be talking about this show with you. I'm down. Uh, cheap flights everywhere, though. <laughs> cheap flights everywhere. Uh, well, I guess we should talk about the show that we're actually here to talk about. And that isn't, of course, that is, of course, NXT. NXT from March 11th, 2012 is where we're talking about. Now, don't be alarmed, but NXT is in the PC. They are not in full sale tonight. No, not because of the coronavirus, but because of a, a pre-engagement that they had set up. So, they are removed from one night tonight, down the down the street, essentially. It's still in Florida, still near Orlando. The Performance Center. Yes. The WWE PC. So, here we are with NXT in the PC. And it looks kind of just like Full Sail. Yeah. To be honest. Kind of. Pretty similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this would be a real opportunity to try somewhere a bit different. I, I know the PC is the, the kind of easy option, but I felt they could have really tried this week. Obviously, this was would have been booked before all the current news was happening. And it's, it's actually great that WWE have something like a performance centre where they have a backup for for events happening right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would have been a real opportunity to get out of full sale, get in front of a, a new crowd, 
Um, mm. Different kind of venue. Give it a different look. Give it a bit more buzz. Um, and just kind of test the waters with it as well. See how it would do... In a travelling show. Maybe. On the road in live in front of a different oh, audience. It's such a weird thing. I don't even want to think of a world where NXT travels. Is that weird? We have seen is that it selfish? before. But for like taping... Just leave it the way it is. I don't know. If it ain't I, broke, don't fix it, man. It's broke. I'm going to say oh! it's broke. It's not working right now. We're going to get there. We had an argument earlier before. Not an argument, a discussion. Because yeah. I agree. We we dis- we 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 discussed that maybe NXT's in this weird little low. Maybe maybe we peaked last year, Davey. Maybe Gargano Adam Cole was the peak of NXT, and we'll never see that again. Hot take by the Bray D. Yeah, at the Bray D. Let me know. Am I off? Oh, also, I never plugged the Up Next Twitter, which we got to plug a lot. If you're on Twitter, hell, if you're not, but you want to support us and want to follow all the news and all the shows and all that stuff, at Up Next Podcast is where you can find it. Um, on Twitter. So the show starts off with the North American title on the line. Keith Lee is defending against Cameron Grimes, who um, has kind of snuck his way into this this title picture here tonight. Cameron Grimes is, has altered it. There's like a weird four-way kind of thing going on with the guys wanting with the North American title. Mm. So we're not sure what the t- Tampa takeover match could be, if it even happens at all. So Grimes versus Keith Lee. He is uh, Mario Ronaldo. Oh, Beth Phoenix is back, by the way. She's back. Excellent. She's okay. She can take an RKO. She's a beast. Cameron Grimes attracts trolls like Twitter attracts troglodytes, says Mario Ronaldo, taking a shot to social media there. Uh, Grimes tries to se- send some strikes to Keith Lee's face, but he no-sells it and then does this double chop, which just looks like it hurts, and leaves a mark on the chest of Grimes. But he has wrist control and then just hoofs Grimes out of the ring. Um, Grimes back in the ring goes for a tope to the outside, but gets caught from Keith Lee like nothing, but lands on the apron and then kind of stomps in on the chest of Lee on the apron there. Looked pretty cool. It looked like it would actually really hurt. Um, and then he goes for a tope again, gets caught. I swear he did this like two this or three times. This is the story of the match. He keeps on, because yeah. Keith Lee is known for his highlight reel right. of being able to catch dudes flying in the air and slam them. We've seen him catch like Dijakovic. Yeah. He's big. But the story here was kind of, Cameron Grimes kind of knew he would scout him and try and catch him because each time he managed to slip out and stomp on him or whatever. Right. No, yeah. It, he, he catches everyone. So catching Cameron Grimes isn't a big feat, but it still looks really cool. So he keeps getting caught and then Lee like sweeps the legs back in the ring. Grimes hits a cross body. And then during the break, during P and P it's just Grimes kind of doing rest holds and, and wearing down Keith Lee back in the ring. He goes for a cross body, but Lee hits his like running, crossbody block which looks awesome just crushing him they extend they exchange a bunch of strikes but Cameron hits a bunch of super kicks and then somehow someway Cameron Grimes who is a lot smaller than Keith Lee Keith Lee is like a Kodiak bear and Cameron Grimes is like miniature hangman page um with a cool hat um but he somehow I I love Cameron Grimes he somehow deadlift German suplex is Keith Lee. Me and you it's both. It's very me and you, me, you, you Watching wrestling with me and you is a lot of fun. A lot of our friends have said. Because we like get into it. We lose it. We shout. We, we lose our minds. And this, we both didn't even really shout. We just went, our, our, our mouths just went, oh, how did he do that? Yeah. What? Really? Did that just, am I, like, are we drinking too much bubbly? 
Yeah, because a deadlift, there's not much jumping you can do. As of, the course, other of course, Keith there, Lee doing a bit yeah, of course, Keith Lee is doing that. Of course, Keith Lee is doing It looks it. like the delayed slow it lift. Was it was cool. a little bit like there was a few seconds there where he is deadlifting this dude. And wow, very impressive. Cameron Grimes, just crazy. But Keith Lee kicks out. He There is a moonsault, but Keith Lee counters it with like a power slam position. But Cameron Grimes counters the counter with a DDT. And then he sets up for the cave but he gets caught up in the power bomb, counters out of that. Super kick, runs the ropes, but runs right into the pounce, period. Keith Lee picks up Cameron Grimes up on his shoulders in the fireman carry and hits the jackhammer or something called the the, the big catastrophe, the big bang catastrophe. The jackhammer, fireman yeah. carry, It's the jackhammer jack into a power slam, yeah. Cameron Grimes sells it like he absolutely dies. Way better than the jackhammer I saw on The Fiend at that one show. Different jackhammer, though. Right, yeah, sure. Yeah. And Keith Lee <laughs> pins Cameron Grimes. Keith Lee retains the North American Championship. Um, there is a, an angle after the match, but before I go into that, what uh, what did you think of this match? Because this was a lot of fun, but I was expecting maybe just a little bit more from both of these guys. I feel it's it's the same way I felt about NXT in general for a, a few weeks now. It's, yeah, I know these guys are going to have a good match, but it whatever it is, it doesn't get to that next level. I'm, I'm feeling it very, um, like... I don't know if staged is the right way, but even with Lee now, we've seen him do some really cool stuff, but the repeated catching and then the frowning and like shaking the head, it feels very, this is what your character do- does and catch the guy and then look in the camera and look mm-hmm. mean with it. It feels, it doesn't feel organic anymore. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's because he keeps doing it. And, it. and I feel this with the whole show in general right now. It's, you know, we've seen all these guys have really good matches, but, it's getting very repetitive. Are we just in cruise control, maybe? Is that what? We're just like kind of going through the motions? I think so. And and part of me is is maybe I, I go back to the, the setup and working these small crowds. It's you know what works. They, they all know what they can do that mm-hmm. gets a big reaction because it's a, a small diehard crowd. Whereas, I, I don't know. It's it's just not working for me. And it's not to say the wrestling's bad because it really isn't. And I'd take this over something on SmackDown yeah. any day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I, just feel, I just feel all these combinations I've seen so many times This now. just wasn't, in, it just didn't get to like a, a big enough level. It just kind of, no. yeah, it just kind of felt like it was going through the motions. And, and I love both of these guys. Yeah. I'm a huge Cameron Graham supporter, day one. But yeah, um, interesting. Um, but after the match, out comes Damien Priest, the vampire, he attacks Keith Lee with a nightstick, that damn nightstick. I didn't know vampires use nightsticks. Of course they do. What else I do didn't they know use? that. Come I didn't know that. Damien Priest is the new Dracula? You can't be using your teeth live on TV. Everyone will know. You need, you need something else. Wow. Um, well, he attacks with a nightstick, but out comes Dominic Dijakovic. He comes in for the save, scares off Priest, but Keith Lee didn't see who attacks him. So as Keith Lee is getting up, Dijakovic picks up the North American title looking at it. Keith Lee thinks Dijakovic attacked him. Therefore, he spirit bombs Dijakovic standing tall. Just a bunch of a clusterfuck, really. Malfunction at the junction, I guess you could say. So Keith Lee didn't know. So it's going to come out now. Dijakovic's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? And he was then getting booze because I don't think... Because I don't think you twigged right away. And I was yeah. like, oh, I don't think he saw it was Priest that attacked right. him. And I was going to say full sale then. But the yeah. PC definitely PC. didn't clock onto this. Because they were PC. booing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, um, it's it's interesting because I guess we're going to see some sort of is Priest still in this this picture? Is it a triple threat match? Well, when are we getting this Grimes fight forever so. match? Is that going to be on TV and we're pushing towards a four way or yeah or what? Or is this a three way with just these three guys? Man, I'll tell you, I went to that uh, that Vertigo mm. again. I saw a lot of Damien Priest looking vampires. Yeah, this past weekend. Let me tell you, you want to see- looking for three ways and four ways. That's what he does. That's right, his yeah. gimmicker with the nightstick. Yeah, I didn't see any nightsticks. Security no. pats you down really okay. well, but <laughs> I saw a few people looking like Damian Priest. Definitely, um, there's no garlic in these after hours. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of. I just want to see one on one between Keith Lee and Dijakovic. I kind of don't want the vampire in, uh, involved. I don't know. I've seen it a bunch. Uh, I don't know what more wow. to do. Really, you want, would rather see a triple threat than a singles? Am I wrong? I want to see the singles again. I guess I don't want to see the singles on takeover. I'd rather see at up next podcast. I'd rather see something different with none of these guys. (laughs) We go to something we thought we would never see again. I'm kidding. That's Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai. So Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, right? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm saying the name right now. Name changes are hard for me. Once you're someone in my head, I think of you as that person. So. Did you ever learn the original one? What was it before? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> there we go. You got me there. So Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, they have some beef here. They have some history. As Dakota Kai is just pissing everyone off here, essentially, in the women's division in NXT. As the bell rings, Mia Yim keeps going for different types of quick roll-ups to try to get the, the quick pin kind of pissing off Dakota Kai. And then there's a, a sweep of the leg sort of like... A knee attack from the front and then a low drop kick to the face for a two count Raquel gets involved but the ref doesn't see which gives Dakota the advantage um, they come back from a break and Mia hits like a series of drop kicks and the cannonball in the corner for a two count Dakota Kai fights back and hits the chiropractor which I need right now cool looking move yeah yeah it looks really cool the back breaker cracker thing but Mia kicks out only a two count Mia hits some like really cool huge power bomb that she used the top turnbuckle for like an assist there. But somehow Raquel, when the ref can't really see because she's the, the view is skewed, Raquel breaks the pin up. But Mia Yim is pissed, which then the ref get, is distracted. There's an O'Connor roll from Kai to Mia, but the ref is bitching out Raquel, which Dakota Kai's like, "Yo, what the fuck." Turns around, hits the eat defeat, the protect your neck, the code breaker type kind of move there. And Mia Yim pins Dakota Kai just like that. And Mia Yim goes on to the NXT TakeOver Tampa women's ladder match, number one contenders ship. And after the match, Raquel hits this huge Texas tornado bomb on Mia Yim, taking her out and like consoles Dakota and is like, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't think the match was too bad um i liked mia yim's aggression early on uh i think kai is more and more coming into this role yeah. as a heel i like the pairing of her and uh and raquel gonzalez i thought the post-match attack the the ease that gonzalez hit the texas tornado bomb oh yeah looked awesome because she's mia huge. Yim's not tiny um i thought it looked effortless i thought that looked really impressive I was surprised Mia won, and I was waiting to see on the result on the later match because I figured if Tegan wins the next match, they're going to have mm-hmm. a blow-off match, maybe at Tampa. Maybe. Um, but with 
uh, Dakota losing here and Tegan spoilers winning later, I think we're probably going to see some like like last chance battle royal or fatal four way or something to determine the last slot because. I can't see Dakota not being in this match at Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. So, so far, it's Mia Yim and Chelsea Green at this point. But later, we'll add someone else. We see earlier tonight, or just moments ago, Champa walking through the Performance Center parking lot towards the arena because tonight he wants to talk to Johnny Gargano because Johnny said he would be here live. Um, I mentioned it, I think, last week. We, we've talked about the history of the full sale parking lot. Oh yeah. Now just because you are at the performance center doesn't mean the parking lot is safe because everyone knows that Florida parking lots are sketchy AF. Therefore Champa, you should have not Apart done this. from the car park you'll get to stay in for free if you go to John Way's show on This is Mania true. Day. Wow, great place. That's plug. a very safe car park. Wow, I bought So I'm so I've heard. I bought weed in a Florida parking lot once. Cool. True story. Cool story. Yeah. It, it goes more in depth, but uh, Patreon exclusive world <laughs> champion uh, definitely only. Champa is here. However, he's not attacked in the parking lot of the PC, in case you were wondering. He's okay, but he's here tonight. We see one of these very creepy vignettes. We were talking about Dracula and Invisible Man and scary movies. Well, here is a scary movie cut all together. VHS tapes. Seven days. It's like the ring. Ringu. Whatever you want to call it. Looks awesome. Pingu. Pengu? Pengu. You know who Pengu is? Pengu. I thought that was a Canadian Pengu show. Pengu the Penguin. Oh, yeah, he's lit. He's Pengu's great. lit. Wow. <laughs> Shout out Pengu. Someone just popped real hard right now. Everyone knows who Pengu really? is. Really? Am yeah. I like, oh, I think, I, I don't know. Someone oh, no. doesn't know who they are. Everyone knows who Pengu is. Okay, good. Pengu. And then when I went to Portugal as a kid, you'd get these ice creams in a Pengu head. Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Okay, we are on the same page. Well, Pengu is not involved in this Killer Cross vignette, which I think is Killer Cross. We are suspecting. Am I... Am I... For uh, no, I'm believe? pretty sure it's him. We also now hear a voice of a woman kind of in reverse, and uh, it could be Scarlett Bardot, Bardo, whatever her name is. Um, not dissing her, but I don't know. Is it Bardot? I think it's Bardot. Bardot. Mm. Killer Cross and Scarlett Bardot. Um... I know the dude is a big fan of scary movies, horror movies, so instantly we like him. So I think if that's kind of the gimmick, kind of him, this power couple here in NXT, you know what? We're talking about how we're in a, in a state of just kind of going through the motions, then something like this could maybe uh, spice things up. Do you push him right to the top? North American. You think that level? Yeah. Because I can see it being a, like a debut at TakeOver. It's a debut at TakeOver, but not, 100%. not like a front row debut, as in a, a big yeah. angle taking out the top guy kind yeah. of thing. Um, th- I also th- kind of think it said trick-or-treat in the thing. And right. uh, again, if you listen to this podcast, if you go through the free feed, you can find our Halloween OG. Oh, Halloween yeah. OG Halloween 1 and 2. I think we did. We do. Because, you know, those are our favorite movies here. Um, so Trick or Treat, indeed. I need to see some Killer Cross. I don't know too much about him. I've watched a little bit about him. Wasn't a huge fan until I kind of saw him get into his own and he's become something. And then I've he, he really kind of disappeared any. off the Indies with this whole Impact thing. So now he's free and now he's here in NXT. So I, I think it could be good things for uh, NXT. But it says TikTok because there's a clock, which is interesting because the person it cuts to next is also... A time splitter. It's Kushida. 
mm. who uh, you mentioned has some uh, interesting ri- wrist tape on tonight. Yeah, so he had Never Forget with the date March 11th on his wrist tape, which yes. uh, goes back to the the earthquake that happened in Japan in like the Like tsunami almost, yeah. right? Like, it was crazy. Uh, watching today some of the, like, the recaps of... Was it ten, is it 10 years now? Or 11 years? Damn. Uh, I think it said 2011 when I looked it up yeah. earlier. Yeah, uh, so maybe nine years, because, like, holy, it that was some scary stuff and just crazy. So Kushida, 2011, yeah. Yeah, Kushida you know sending his love on his wrist tape um and you said that if it was main roster he'd lose tonight yeah that's what <laughs> but it's nxt you're a good guy yeah well kushida is going up against our is it back to back oh back yeah to back. two time two time two time enhancement talent of the year on this very podcast yes the most prestigious nxt awards there are going yeah Raul mendoza yeah you know what you can take our Andrades. You can take our Angel Garzas. You can take our Humberto Carrillos. But you can never take our Raul Mendoza. Are you sure, though? Oh, right. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes, I'm joking. Because uh, what interesting things transpire after this match. But let's get into this match. Because already I'm sold. Yes, you've mentioned on this very show... We've only uh, been doing for what, what two years now, and sort of, sort yep. of, we've done two best of the year, best and worst of NXTs again on this feed, where we do a a draw of best enhancement talent. See, it's NXT. We don't call them jobbers here. That's a board we do not use. No, you don't have jobbers <clears throat> in NXT. We have enhancement talent, and Raúl Mendoza for the past few years has been on fire. Like this guy could easily be making. Raw SmackDown rounds, like he he knows in and out how to work the ring. He's a very good, he's a fun guy to watch. And you have you've always mentioned how you're a big fan of him and, and Mansoor. Mansoor's moved on to be Saudi champion. The streak, the Saudi streak, <laughs> the streak continues. But Mansoor, but Raul rather here in NXT has his role, and we love him here. And to see him go up against Kushida is kind of cool. We were pretty pumped to, yeah. to hear this news. So Kushida one on one with Raul Mendoza, and as the bell rings and they lock up. Just as we expected, they go back and forth. There's cartwheels, backflips. They're technical and fast, just crazy. Um, and then there's a spot early where Kushida thinks it's a stalemate, but Raul like one ups him and drop kicks Kushida right in the face. Uh, there's a rope run on up on the top rope from Raul, but he runs into the baseball punch, which sends him to the outside, and Kushida hits the tope. That on looked Hilo. really cool. That yeah. punch as Raul jumped off. Yeah, it looked awesome. Um, then Raul, back in the ring, fights back, hits this, like, you know, what's the gold dust move where he lifts the, the final curtain call? The curtain call? It's the well, stand, yeah. vertical suplex brainbuster spinning thing. Yeah. Raul hits that, but, like, faster and spinning, like Eddie Guerrero brainbuster type thing here. And then, uh, but it's, and then, and then a lion salt, but it's only a two count. Um, and then Kushida fights back, hits a back handspring, just like one of his idols and his trainers, Tajiri, and then hits a rolling thunder, but it's countered into this like drop kick to the face. There's a handspring enzigiri by Raul in the corner, and then they're fighting up top, and there's the hoverboard Kimura up top on the top turnbuckle from Kushida, but he unlocks it, lets go of it, and then hits like a top rope Hurkan Rana into the flying cross arm breaker, and Raul Mendoza taps 
because they fly off the top turnbuckle. Yeah, he just wraps his legs around the shoulder. Yeah. Like, falls off. Okay. It looked so, fantastic. Right when this match was starting and Kushida's music was playing and he's making his entrance, I said out loud to you, oh, I really hope I get to see him hit a flying arm breaker out of nowhere. And it's the finish of this match. This move is crazy. Yeah, a flying great. arm breaker, a cross arm bar, whatever you want to call it, just looks crazy. Um, Raul Mendoza tapped out, but hats off to Raul Mendoza. Oh, for Enhancement sure. talent. I, I, I'm already going to say it three years in a row. For 2020. I, I, this might have been my favorite match of the night, to be honest. This was, um, yeah, this was only a few minutes. As I said, I think that nice. the opening match, with a lot of NXT matches, it's kind of, I don't know, it's it seems formulaic, uh, and they're kind of going through their beats, whereas this, I felt, it felt fluid. It felt two guys with a pretty similar style. They're bringing up how Kushida trained in Mexico, so he knows that style very well. Mm-hmm. So they... They seem to be having a fight in their own style. I kind of believed it. I thought the end looked great. Raul Mendoza always knocks out the park. Uh, this was a great showing for Kushida as well. I think Raul Mendoza was great for him. Uh, so, yeah, this this was my match of the night. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. You could definitely argue that. that I, I really enjoyed it. From start to finish, I, I don't think we both looked away from the TV. Mm. And like, you, It's hard to say that in the world of watching any content, really, where you're, you're kind of looking away or whatever. But here we're like, whoa, they're doing so many... Once you saw some backflips and cartwheels, we were like, what the fuck's happening here? Mm. And then it just kind of suckered us in, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I lo- absolutely love Kushida, one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Um, and to see Raul Mendoza kind of lock it up, even for a few minutes here, was a lot of fun on Wednesday night. Also, what happened on Wednesday night was earlier today at the Performance Center. We have Mackenzie Mitchell, former uh, Impact interviewer here. Oh, I d- I've never seen that show. So. Big fan. <laughs> okay. I follow her on Instagram. Sure. Okay. Yep. She's interviewing Tyler Breeze here in the Performance Center. She's like, hey, it's a big night here for NXT because it's NXT in the PC. He says, yeah, you see, Tyler Breeze wouldn't exist if it wouldn't have been for the Performance Center. But the interview is inter- interrupted, rather, by Austin theory he says hey tyler breeze big fan man big fan i loved when you were on that uh was it tough enough what was he on the uh breaking ground breaking ground yeah it was the the like pc graduates and how they're gonna it was a documentary i remember reviewing it at one point (laughs) he says yeah i loved when you were on breaking ground tyler breeze i loved it yeah i was in high school you see the performance center makes superstars and then they also make megastars. But you see, some people just don't pan out to be like that. And he's dissing Tyler. So Tyler pulls his cell phone out. Tyler Breeze then takes a picture of Austin. And Austin's like, uh, did you just take a picture of me? He says, yeah. I just wanted just to, to make sure and show you that you look great for a flash in the pan. And then walks off leaving Austin Theory very upset. I I like that this is what, three weeks in a row now we've had Austin Theory on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very high up on this guy. Um, I think he's complete all-rounder. And Tyler Breeze looks like someone he's just going to... He's a name that he can beat and he's expendable. When Tyler Breeze showed up on... He had a haircut. He looked like you. He looks like me, right? <laughs> Are you Tyler Breeze? I'm Tyler Breeze. You're Canadian now, technically. Yeah. Sort of. Um... Yeah, so I quite like this. So we're going to see this match. Some good lines there. Yeah, I assume this is next week. We're going to go all day. 
All day. How do you feel about? Because um, I was. Did you watch Raw this week or see clips? So, I watched some parts. Did you watch the AJ promo? Yes. Um, so Thanks I know. For YouTube. I know. Listening to uh, to like John and Way's show, they bring up a point about how uh, Way. I think it was Way who isn't quite sure what he feels about someone bringing up something that's kind of true. It's right. like undertake like using in a promo. <laughs> Undertaker, you passed it and you've kind of been shit yeah. since you lost against Brock and you haven't had a good match in years. Right. And which is, it's kind of, there's that, there's that, that excitement watching it as an audience member mm-hmm. going, oh, he's speaking the truth here. But also you go, yeah, but also if Undertaker puts on another shit match, it's, it's really embarrassing true. to actually bring attention to it. Yeah. And I know this is a smaller scale, but yeah. it's completely right. true. No, you're Tyler right. Breeze has been a complete it sounds really harsh, but a failure, really. Right. He's not been mm. to the level he wanted to be. Because I sure. always looked at him as talented. Yeah. And I always thought he could go far. move up to the main roster, have a keep the kind of gimmick, have a bit of a tag team, and maybe break out and drop the silliness. I saw him as maybe like an Edge and Christian. Have some fun being like a comedy tag team. And he did. Who could go serious when they need to. Mm. And then break out and actually have the talent to move on and be... Like maybe change his name a bit and be a more never Tyler's Breeze is gorgeous. Come on, but he never really ha- he had a bit of fun with Breezango and then I feel the same way because look, uh, I I I too agree. You know, like just recently, I feel like maybe in the past year or, or two, there was that promo where John Cena made fun of the Usos with the DUI, and it was like you go, oh, that's like funny that you said that, but ooh, should you have said that? Because yeah. that's pretty fucked up. It reminds me. Um, like oh, ever Cena s- and Rock would do it all the time. See, Cena and Rock, but it was really CM Punk who kind of in this era opened it up. But I always think of Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, because mm. those guys would say some shit that they shouldn't have said to each other on on television. But also, the right? difference like, is there; they were top of the game and talented. Yeah, P- Punk bringing up like Jeff Hardy's substance abuse yeah. or something like that. Jeff was still putting on good matches. Yeah. at the time, and it fed into the feud. Uh, Jericho did it back to Punk with I think getting personal like that but then I remember I think Cena brought up uh, Cesaro's pepperoni nipples and it's like well the guy can't change anything about that and mm. it's something you don't think and then you see it and you're like all you can see is this wow, guy got nipples that look like pepperoni I about that. and The Rock would do it all the time they'd get away with it but I think kind of as a rule it's something you shouldn't you should try to be supporting your opponent, even if they're the bad guy or the good guy. I do like the AJ thing because it's like that's how a lot of us are oh, feeling. Oh, completely! Right? Like, and yeah. it, don't get me wrong, it excited me. Yeah, but I'm also you. You've got to put on a like Taker has to put on a killer performance. All I'm thinking that though, like legit, like I just mentioned Sean and, and Brett. Like anything anyone ever says to me, I always think of is it Sean that says like, "Well, there's sunny days." And I was like, bro, bro. And everyone's like, well, did it happen? Oh, God. Oh, to this day, that makes like, oh, like the edge and leader thing. But you never knew if that thing happened. Yeah. Uh, you see what Bret Hart uh, thinks about uh, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Well, I think interview. a lot of people feel that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Austin Theory versus Tyler Breeze is going to happen very soon. And it's going to get real. I think it could be a fun match. Tyler Breeze think... is going to come out next week. He's going to cut a promo on WWE.com or something, Twitter. And he's going to say, yeah, Austin Theory, well, you're 22, 23. You ain't shit. You, you stupid kid. You know what you should do? Yeah. Come out with a 
a ship tattooed on his chest <laughs> and a transformer on his neck and be fucking edgy. Wow. Edgy Breeze. Yeah. It's like Tyler Breeze was, was Zoolander. Mm. Zoolander was really good. And then they were like, yo, should we do Zoolander too? And they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, you should. But like... I never saw it. Me neither. <laughs> I guess that's like Tyler Breeze's... <laughs> Did it happen? Because no one ever saw it. Wow. Blue Steel. Mm. Blue Steel for life. What is this? A PC for ants? Because Rhea Ripley, the NXT Women's Champion, comes down to the ring. Who's a giant? But is she next to Charlotte? I guess we'll find out, or maybe we'll find out in Tampa for WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley comes out. She says, She Look. strikes a pose. <laughs> she always does her pose, no matter what. You, everyone do, you, lo- <laughs> do you think she turns up to a party and just opens the door? You don't do stamps that? Stamps down. She turns up to work. Whoa, you don't do that? <laughs> you do that when we leave our house. I do. I do. If there's double doors, I do the Aragorn. You know, in two towers, when he pushes open those two doors, I do yeah. that, and then like slowly lift up my head. Um, no, you gotta do that. Running like... up the stairs, I do the Kurt Angle run, and then the Zack Sabre Junior pose. Yeah, you do that. Uh, I don't think I I'd stomp my foot. What's my mine? Foot. I don't know if I have one. Do I do one? When we when I leave our Korean Japanese grocery store across the street, they have an automatic exit door yeah. that I use when I have a handful of groceries, and it opens for you. So it's my gorilla position. But you do Zack Sabre Junior, Kurt Angle. But what's mine? I walk out and I you, like you do Pingu. <laughs> wow see you just did what Austin Theory did to Tyler Breeze you got too real and too personal I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> you, make, he's, you say I walk like Gato <laughs> got disjointed legs I'm dysmorphia okay. or something I don't really have that Rhea Ripley doesn't have that either but she's got ripped jeans so that's cool Rhea Ripley says I don't know if you've been watching but Charlotte on Raw, you can't psych me out because WrestleMania, everyone's going to find out that the Queen will bow. And out comes Charlotte Flair. She's here live at the Performance Center. She comes out and she's getting booed by the crowd here at the PC. And they say, you don't go here in unison. You don't go here, Chance. And she says, I don't go here? Huh. Yeah, guys. Well, I made I'm here. made here. So shut up. She says, look. It's WrestleMania season, so everyone's buzzing because it might get canceled. But 80,000 people are going to find out, just like you are, that I'm taking you to deep waters and I'm going to drown the fastest rising star in the WWE. Then they come. she comes to the ring. They start to brawl. There's a boot to the face from Flair. She goes for the figure four, but Rhea gets out of it, blocks it. They brawl. Outside the ring, Rhea gets thrown into the ring post and Charlotte somehow locks in the classic figure four around the ring post. We were talking about Bret Hart earlier. Well, this is a classic. We did our best match ever where Bret Hart, we did our best match ever for Valentine's Day, yep. Bret Hart. And every match we watched, uh, he was doing this signature he move He loved here. this move. This would kill your legs. Figure four alone hurts, hurts so yeah. much. You ever get lit at a party and do a figure four? That's how you actually could break... I've heard a guy... Who said that in high school, someone did it to him and it broke his shin. And now on his shin, he has a tattoo of something that has nothing to do with Ric Flair. But I was like, oh, well, I would have gotten like like something cool on it. But You know my friend Chuck? Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. He was mouthing off about how figure four, dumbest move. How does that hurt? I was like, okay, I'm going to lock it in. Yeah. So like, all right, let's me put it in. I'm like, you ready? It's like, yeah. Don't tell me he broke his leg. No, he has broken his ankle okay. before though. 
uh, slam down the leg, and he's like, "Oh my god!" and starts tapping. It's really, one of the most painful moves. Like legit, you're just really... pushing into two shins again. Yeah, each it's other. the shins. Like that's you know, that's how Donald Trump got shin splints. Uh, what is it? Shin splints. Shin splints. <laughs> he's doing the figure four too many times. Getting locked in that figure four. So Charlotte has Rhea Ripley in the figure four around the ring post. Oh my goodness! Mora Ronaldo says the queen has spoken. Rhea Ripley just like injured there, like ah my legs ah and ah, ah. And this, Charlotte stands tall. This to me kind of feels um, where before brand split, and you'd have stories going on on Raw and SmackDown. Right. A lot of the time, you could. They might do something else on SmackDown, but I feel you can skip it and just watch Raw the next week. I don't... I feel a lot of this feud should be, like... They need to be more doing more than just their brawling on NXT. Sure. I feel this is the opportunity to... This is where they should be doing a real personal, deeper story where you want to know what happens next, you tune into NXT. Because that's the idea of it. They they're putting Charlotte there because yeah, they out want what's up next. They want yeah. They want people to find out what's up next. Whereas this just oh well, I'm better than you, and you don't go here and then fight. It's I like see I like Charlotte saying that I'm gonna drown the fastest rising star because everyone's like oh Rhea Ripley when she when she had that hot streak winning this title yeah. everyone's talking about Rhea Ripley and women's wrestling really and. I think Charlotte, maybe, we were just talking about promos where you, you kind of use the real factor. Mm. You could have had Charlotte, you could have had Rhea be like, ah, everyone knows you're the, the WWE's, like, you know, the girl, the one, the one woman, and I'm going to beat you and stuff like that. But, I don't know, you could have had, Charlotte's already the heel here, I guess. And I, I, I personally want Charlotte to win this match at WrestleMania, if this match happened. Yeah, yeah uh, because um, Charlotte is one of my favorite wrestlers yeah. um a man or woman uh, i just enjoy her thing a, a lot of her matches maybe i don't agree with some of the outcomes where she's come on top uh ask a wrestlemania yeah. that one time uh but there's a few things where she like her winning this rumble was a i popped for that so yeah how much i don't know is this feud working for you it to be to be honest in this feud, one of I think it is Rhea Ripley in uh, last week with the the her at the XFL Stadium for mm. Tampa, where she's like, ever since I showed up, people have been comparing me to Charlotte. Mm. I am one of those people. The first second I th- saw Rhea, I was like, whoa, that kind of looks like Charlotte because if you see what it's she just looked a like, build and- well, look what she looked like. Yeah. Like they show the before and after. What she looks like now is not what she looked like before. No. So and Charlotte, but like and. <laughs> And like it, right? Like yeah. they look different. So like, yeah, people did compare her to Charlotte. So uh, I am interested in this match, but I am the person who says that Charlotte goes over. Charlotte to me is John Cena of women's wrestling in WWE. Mm. To me, I, I, I am one hundred percent Charlotte person. And we've talked about on our AEW Up Next show on Thursdays Patreon, where we think the AEW needs kind of this like jump to the this jump start to the women's division like a shock treatment mm-hmm. there and Sasha Banks would be the one to go there to like just revive something to yeah. start a, a spark there and she's someone who both of these these all of these people who are coming from NXT which is just kind of crazy um but I do feel um, the feud itself whatever I, I don't know what do you think I feel Rhea Ripley fizzled out real fast for mm-hmm. me um I th- I thought she looked great at Survivor Series. That that SmackDown after Saudi Arabia where she showed up, um, the feud with Shayna, um, 
she seemed hot and I think it fizzled away very quickly. Right. And I think it's because I don't think her promo is necessarily there. I don't I don't you. I don't think it's as bad as some people feel it is. But I think as soon as you inserted Bianca into the mix a few weeks ago, it showed. you go, oh, Bianca sparkles. Yeah. And she, I think she would make a way more interesting feud with Charlotte. And I agree. I just think because this has been kind of, we saw this coming since January and then there was a feud in the middle with Bianca. I don't know. I just feel they're going through the motions of a storyline and that nothing really more has happened. Um, I don't, I don't dislike your idea of Charlotte winning. I would kind of like to see Charlotte as a, a Brock Lesnar almost holding yeah, his title hostage. Like, do does you know, this count as one of her 16 time wins? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would. Yeah. Um, Woo! but have her still be on what it, she's raw, isn't she? Yeah. Have her holding the NXT championship on raw and only make special appearances on NXT. If I, and then you can have a rise in the NXT women's division, like you've had with Brock Lesnar, where people go, oh, well, the title was never defended, and blah, blah, blah. She can kind of have that, and then you can have either your Biancas, your Eos, Eo. your Candice. Eo. Um, where is my Eo Shirai? Yeah. Anyways. Well, whoever, yeah. whoever gets hot down there, because they've all got potential to yeah. catch fire. But what does JR used to say in 2012 NXT that we've watched? But, potential don't buy your groceries. No. They don't. Potential. Uh, I, I love Charlotte. And when I look at Charlotte, I think, wow, that's Ric Flair's daughter. And I'm a big fan of Ric Flair here in the He's beginning. all right, isn't he? He's okay. Like, he's literally, we, we quote him, we walk around like him in the house, as do many wrestling fans. And when I think, wow, if Charlotte had a daughter, what would the like female equivalent of the nature boy be? And I think and I see Charlotte and everything, she, what she looks like, how she acts, and how she wrestles and everything. She is spot on become a mega star. I find... I find her way too scripted. I don't. I don't like all this queen thing because it sure. just it just seems a very WWE moniker. <clears throat> right. Whereas Ric Flair, you feel came up with the Nature Boy, came up with well, he stole all it, his right? prompt. <laughs> yeah, he stole it though. He stole it. It wasn't written down for him right. and handed to him. Sure, he stole it. He owned it. Right. Um. Yeah. Whereas it, it's fine. I don't know. I need to I hear. Feel, I feel very negative. Maybe it's. Yeah, you're everything going on because of the corona. Maybe I need to hear Charlotte say, "I'm having a hard time holding these uh, red bottoms down," <laughs> like like Ric Flair would say about the Gators. We have a video package for Volter, the NXT UK champion, and Finn Balor. Now they're going back and forth here. The obvious match that everyone's thinking about is TakeOver Tampa, Finn versus Walter, NXT UK title on the line. We've seen Fabian Eichner, Bartel attack Finn, and now we've mentioned off the top of this very show that there's travel bans and this whole virus pandemic, and here in this video, we see it ending with Finn Balor holding up uh, a blue passport. Yeah, an Irish passport. An Irish blue passport. What does that mean? Um, Is well, it Brexit? No. Well, he's not UK. He's sorry. Uh, he's apologies. Uh, it's okay. Uh, we all make mistakes. Um, no, I think I confuse you because I, I said like our passports have changed to blue, yeah, yeah. the UK ones. Um, but yeah, he says he says something along the lines of, uh, and you never know where I might show up next. And yeah. he holds up his passport, implying that he's probably going to show up in Tampa. I don't I, read ahead. Well, I, he's he's in Ireland at the moment. He's yes. doing Irish... Uh, Irish no, things. No, he's doing WWE UK. He's doing tapings. Uh, yes, he has. 
and so he holds it up. But this is minutes after the news has broken that Donald Trump has banned Europe from coming to uh, <laughs> to the United States, Jeez. apart from the UK. But he's holding up an Irish passport. So he's like, look, I don't know if that counts. Is he going to come back? What if he flied there and he's not allowed back come Friday? <laughs> Does UK? Know. What does Ireland count as Europe? So Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Like okay. UK, Ireland, all of that is Europe. Right. But I feel the ban is mainly mainland Europe because that's where Italy is, where right. a lot of the cases are. Uh, whereas the UK and Ireland are islands. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the Trump ju- Trump just likes UK, I guess. So he's like, those guys are fine. Well. Um, he says, lies travel faster than truth. Well, I hope coronavirus doesn't travel faster than lies. Yeah, it was just bad timing. And, and WWE tweeted... The it, video like, and everything. Right and it's and like, then it's like, oh. oh. It's like, li- literally as this news is breaking. Oh, um, bad timing. Because it ends with him holding up his passport. Obviously, we've got... Um, the OTT has a big match uh, yeah. coming up. Is it this weekend? It's the wow. David Starr John Moxley match. Yeah, and you've got to wonder: Are, are AEW going to let Moxley travel? How will they feel about that? Just come to Canada and drive down. What? Just, fl- just fly it. Fly from Europe to Canada and drive down. No, I'm talking about John Moxley going yeah, to yeah. Ireland. Just yeah, drive yeah. drive down to Ireland. No, no, no. From when, Canada? when he needs to fly back, fly from Ireland to Canada. Oh, okay, down. I'm with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we do. That's what people do. They're like, "Whoa, this is expensive. Canada is somewhere in the world I want to travel to. Better drive to the U.S." And I mean, then we've got drive. the scrum room. He can have a layover. Moxley, you're invited to crash in the scrum room in the Braden Davy Estate, the BD. Um, the scrum room is available. Yeah. We do have to clean it a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but. All right. We know people who are mates with your wife, I think. She li- I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure she lives in our neighborhood. Oh yeah. Like legit like no no bull, no bull. I've watched that Total Divas and I I knew who she was but way before WWE, but I'm pretty sure she lives oh. in our neighborhood. Just Did saying. they go to a restaurant on Harbour? Yeah, they went yeah. to Flock. Okay. Yeah. Flock. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like really close to our house. That's like minutes away. Yeah, and and I've I, like again, I followed her before, since she was a host for a, a Canadian show, Renee Young, and she's always like, "Yeah, look, I'm in my neighborhood." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm pretty sure we live in your neighborhood. I think we're neighbors. We're pretty much neighbors. That's yeah. it." So Moxley, come on down to Canada if you need to fly. If you're looking, if he, he I mean, realistically, he'll probably stay at his wife's place fuck. if she lives just down the road. Ah, but he wants a boys' night. He wants a boys' night. Yeah, we'll all wear eye patches, the- <laughs> <laughs> masks, eye patches, mask, eye patches. We can wow. play about with the AEW title. You wanted to trade your spinner belt. I want to trade my See if he's interested. John Cena spinner belt that's autographed by Jericho and Dolph Ziggler for no reason John at all. Let's get John lit and trade we'll him. steal the AEW title. Him the, uh, Take him the to a steakhouse. signed by who? Dolph Ziggler? I have the John Cena spinner belt signed by Jericho and Dolph Ziggler. How about that? They, neither of them held that. I know. How funny is that? How great is that? Someone out there, someone please buy or trade me <laughs> title belts because I, I, I think we should get the NXT for our set. Yeah. For our YouTube live set and our Patreon, I think we deserve... Or just someone buy us the NXT title. Fuck it. But I have a John Cena spinner signed by Jericho and Dolph Ziggler for whatever fucking reason. I want the undisputed title signed by Mansoor. <laughs> I I really want my... If anyone's got one, we'll trade you. I really want the NXT world title for our like, set. Yeah. So I'm willing to sell Let's or trade... Let's get the set. 
Women's will... North American. Should me and you just get tag titles? Tag North titles? American and world champion. I like the North American title. It's nice. All right. I'll be world champion. Maybe the UK one. You be my Roddy. Yeah. You're the workhorse. And I'm Adam Cole. I just say, boys and girls, <laughs> and I hang out with dentists. That's what I'll do. Sure. Right? Sounds good. Excellent. So Walter Finn is going to happen at Tampa, and I'm pretty excited about it. I'm, I think that I match think will be a great match. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah, Walter's a special attraction to me, and I like it. He is, yeah, for sure. You want to talk about special attractions? Moments ago, in the Performance Center parking lot, I told what? you, I told oh, you, oh, what did I say in the beginning of this fucking uh, show? I said it's dangerous. I said Florida parking lots are scary. Well, Mia Yim is being interviewed, but the interview is kind of on halt because they turn the camera and we see Raul Mendoza putting his gear into his trunk. He's getting, he's going home. Didn't stay for the end of the show, which I'm like, uh, dude, show's not over yet. Yeah. I, I know for a fact this is scripted because Raul Mendoza is not that kind of guy. No, he was, a, he would, guy. he'd sit in gorilla to watch the show. He'd watch the whole show. Yeah. Just say, but anyways, it's, it's storytelling. Raul Mendoza is putting his gear in his trunk. He's going home. A fucking like Jeep or Hummer or some fucking car pulls up. And dudes in suits and lucha masks jump out of the car. They grab Raul Mendoza. They look at the camera and the interviewers and Mia Yim and they go, shh. And they kidnap Raul Mendoza, put him in the back of his their car and drive off from the WWE Performance Center parking lot. This is a real segment that happened on real TV. You know what needs to happen? What needs to happen? End of the year, when we present Raul Mendoza with his... Three-time Enhancement Talent of the Year. Mm -hmm. We've got a fancy camera now. Yeah. We need to edit this video with... And then get Raul Mendoza in person. (laughs) Him loaded in a van. We pull our masks and present him with the award. (laughs) That was what this was. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Are you assuming this is Angel Garza and, and Andrade? Andrade, NXT legend. Angel Garza, NXT Legend. We can call him that, sure. Yeah. Leave the memories alone. Pour a little out for them. And they're kidnapping Raul Mendoza? Are you joking? Or is Cain Velasquez involved? Yeah, so that's what uh, John Cena uh, suggested. He messaged us earlier. He was like, do you see... Because we've been talking about a possible four-way for Mania between Humberto, Rey Mysterio, uh, Raul Mendoza... uh, Sorry, um, Angel Garza and Andrade. It's gotta be Kane. (laughs) I mean, Angel, uh, Raul Mendoza's a weird guy to have on the heel team. Yeah. Unless it's maybe some kind of... Well, dude's getting kidnapped on TV. Kidnapped. Maybe we'll have some sort of recruitment angle. Like wow. Ray and Humberto trying to get him on board. But this could be a way to get Kane on and have a, like a six-man tag. Kane's like Kane's or, in the background. Or maybe... Wait, so is Kane behind the kidnapping of this? No. No, no, no. I think Kane... If you're going to have Raul with... Angel Garza and Andrade, you'll have Rey Mysterio and Humberto looking for that extra man, and maybe Kane hmm. Velasquez, that is. Jeez. Not the demon. Yeah. Uh, it's gotta be Kane. Maybe he evens it up, or maybe we're just going towards a five way. I don't know. He's um, like, look, Kane Velasquez is like, look, Raul Mendoza, I have a very good set of skills. And you see, if you let Raul Mendoza go, Sorry, I don't, I'm fucking Where up Taken. Where are you going? I was going with Taken, but I completely Why? fucked it up. Because <laughs> he was Taken. He was oh, kidnapped. Okay. yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I felt like Liam Neeson was coming out of nowhere to save the day. I mean, 
Realistically, I have a good set of skills. Did Raul Mendoza have any friends? Because no one gave a shit. He also really didn't put up a fight. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm being kidnapped. Um, but yeah, I good for him. I, th- I, I think one of the highlights of Raw the last few weeks has been this kind of um, quartet uh, of guys. And Raul Mendoza will fit in great to that mix. Look, if you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a long career. Skills that made me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my Raul Mendoza go, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. That's what Liam Neeson's okay. in this situation. Poor Raul Mendoza. I'm worried about him. He was kidnapped on yeah. live TV on USA Network, and no one give a shit. Or is this anything to do with Raw, and is this just to... New like, people. New people on NXT. It could be. They're like, look, you're really good. You're really you're number one enhancement talent for the past two years on NXT. You could we could you could be an, an asset to us. Could be a whole new team. How about we enhance you now? Yeah, you yeah. couldn't beat Kushida. You keep losing because you're an enhancement. You're not the main guy. We can make you the guy. Let us be with you, Lucha House Party 2.0. Those guys were impressive in that chamber match. They were. Holy. Oh, that wow. was their. They were like, hey, this is our time to shine. Yeah, that shooting star, and then that fucking... So many crazy things. I enjoyed the show, Yeah, to be honest. I thought it was a pretty solid show. Yeah. Uh, Well, we'll see what happens with Raul Mendoza if he was indeed taken. I hope he's okay. We have Tegan Knox going up against Diana Perrazzo, the Virtuosa. And the winner is added to the ladder match at TakeOver Tampa. So like you said... Dakota Kai is already not in this match, so you assume maybe that would continue. Not the case. This I kind of found was more of a squash match of the night, where Deanna Perrazzo, early in the match, hits a series of moves. There's an exploder in the corner, um, and she keeps attacking like the injured arm of Tegan because she uh, uses the Fujiwara. Well, that's exactly what she does after attacking the arm of Tegan Knox. Locks in the Fujiwara armbar. Tegan is in pain. You think she's going to tap. She does not. She gets out of it. They scuffle, they brawl, Tegan runs at her with the shiniest wizard, and Tegan Knox pins the virtuoso. And if you weren't sure, the virtuoso means a woman with executable talent and skill that dazzles. So therefore, the virtuosa is a dazzler. Mm. But Deanna Perrozo, the dazzler, loses from the wizard. The dazzler loses to the wizard here on NXT. And Tegan Knox is added to the TakeOver Tampa ladder match. Yeah, which now pretty much makes me think that they're going to have an, another match with all the losers to, for Dakota to get in this. <laughs> makes it sound so... Like... Or Dakota just takes out me <laughs> Wow. Fuck. Wow, I would love that. Medium's just the punching bag. I absolutely love <laughs> that. I don't want anything else other than that right now. <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, then fuck it. No, upset. Dakota Kai just gets someone's cough on her and then she's out. Jeez! No! Terrible. No, Dakota. Bad joke. Dak- I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Dakota Corona. The ultimate heel. <laughs> the ultimate heel. If I don't... Yeah, why is no one cutting promos about this? Like, if you're talking about real promos, someone should be like, yo, I'm not flying in these airports with these people. <laughs> Moxley in... Like, the Dean Ambrose thing was just... Like a year, a year ago, a year too soon, wasn't it? Really, it would have been amazing if he came out now to arenas yeah. in the gas mask. If I don't see someone on Raw make a joke about it or something, like 
I mean, they done wash these hands, so that's yeah. a, I guess that's it. No, I, I don't think you're yeah. going to have even even trash like WWE. I don't yeah. think you're going to go there. We do, though. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we see the Broserweights. They're backstage. They're ready for their main event title match coming up next. There's another one of these scary vignette videos with uh, words and letters and a woman talking. And uh, it looks like it is, in fact, Killer Cross. So hopefully um, he debuts at TakeOver Tampa is what it looks like it will be. Will they call him Killer Cross? I don't know. Or will he just be Cross? Killer Cross. just be angry? Cross. 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 Carl Cross. Carl Cross. No, that's terrible. Carl Crane. Cross, kill, killer cross, not killer, but like killer. Keenan Cross. Keenan? Like Keenan Thompson? Sure. No. I made you watch that sushi, uh, airport sushi sketch from SNL, right? Oh my God. Magical is that sketch. Um, So Killer Cross hopefully showing up at TakeOver Tampa, not Keenan Thompson. Killer Cross. Imagine it was Keenan Thompson who shows up at TakeOver Tampa and he's like, I'm wrestling now. That'd be great. Good burger for life. Our main event, Shock the System, Undisputed Era, come down to the ring. They're going to go up against the Broserweights. But before that happens, the Velveteen Dream is up on the NXT... What is it? Perch! The Perch. The Perch! Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Perch. The NXT Perch, the Velveteen Dream is up there. He says, oh, Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong is dumber than he looks. And you guys are looking at the Dream. You see... You're looking at the main event of TakeOver Tampa. And Adam Cole interrupts him and says, Whoa, 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 whoa. Velveteen Dream, you haven't earned anything. You've earned nothing. You see, even last week, Roderick Strong technically won the match. You lost. And you're looking at the greatest NXT champion ever. And next week on USA on NXT, there's going to be the Adam Cole NXT Championship Celebration because I will officially become the longest reigning champion. So next week is a celebration. And as far as tonight, Velveteen Dream, we're going to end this charade. So he's he's like snapping his fingers like, boys, Roddy, Fish, Kyle, let's go beat the sh- Let's take care of this fucking loser. And Velveteen Dream's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think so. Looks like you've got other things on your mind and then dream snaps his fingers and the broserweights music hits velvet uh pete dunn and matt riddle come out and this tag team title match is gonna start here tonight so no perch fight no perch fight they teased it they teased a perch fight just notice that just remember that um where are you at now with this velveteen dream character well it makes way more sense that he really wasn't because he was being an asshole for yep. that Roddy thing. And it really turned me off. So now he's going to go for Adam Cole. And it's like, well, okay. Does he deserve a title shot? I don't know if like, deserve is, is what... But like, I like the Velveteen Dream. I think he's great. Mm. He's been injured for a little while. He was on a very big hot streak, like, what, a year ago? Yep. So... I, I do like him. I think him and Adam Cole will actually have a banger oh, match. Oh, I think so too. But um, it, it is it is a little bit like ah. Uh, I know okay. we I know we're not like wins and losses here, but NXT's always had that kind of unofficial sort of unofficial number one contender matches. You can kind of see who's moving up to that position. 
I find usually. Right. And we had the match Finn Balor-Gargano, yeah. which I think a lot of people thought Finn Balor winning that would move into that position. Exactly. Dream uh, Dream hasn't really... I, he, I guess he's been winning against Roddy. Well, he um, lost last week. He did lose. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. He did well, lose last it. week. Um, I feel Adam Cole could quite justifiably go, hey, you've done shit to deserve this. I'm like, Regal is pretty kind of down the middle a lot of the time. Regal shows up at the end of the show mm. for a different reason. But Regal needs to step it up. Because Regal's Pretty been... silly. you'd go, Dream, you've been a bit of a dick since you've been back. And yeah. you're not the one who calls the shots. I am. Yeah. And we've seen Regal be like that with baby faces before yeah. as well. It's like, listen here, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no oil painting. <laughs> Um, Which we've been talking about a lot of William Regal on What's Next oh, as well. Oh, he's, he's the star of What's Next. He really is. He um, really is. I like Dream. I'm like you. I like Dream. I was totally into him before he got injured. Mm-hmm. I think this Roddy story has done damage to him. Yeah. A bit. And it's I- I'm with well, you. Well, Cole I think- said what we all thought. Just because I-, I didn't mention it, but he's like, just because you locked me in a cage. Wow, cool. Great. For cool. sure. Exactly. Like, and that's great. where I am. It's like, yeah, okay, just because you're targeting me doesn't. Yeah. Give you the right to challenge me. Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to see Dream kind of fight for his right to party. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dream Dream looks like... Dream gives me Eddie Murphy vibes. He looks like he likes to party all the time. Oh, I, I mean, in New Orleans, he definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon level exclusive. Show. I don't know. The NXT guys just liked hanging out where it's I was partying. It's funny. Wait, do they... Uh, never mind. Nope. <laughs> Main event time, Undisputed Era, Broserweights. Now, this match starts off, uh, Matt Riddle is in, Kyle O'Reilly's in, Pete Dunne's in, they're tagging in and out. Now, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne both in stereo hit gut rent suplexes on both members of an Undisputed Era. They go to commercial. They come back. Kyle and Riddle, they're brawling it out, out and Kyle sends Riddle to the outside, and they R- Fish and Kyle start to beat him up. There's an armbar from Pete Dunne on Kyle, Cole goes into the ring to try to interfere when the ref isn't looking, and Pete Dunne does his best. Eddie Guerrero drops down. The referee looks and sees Adam Cole, and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne tell the referee that Adam Cole got involved and that he should be kicked out of the arena, and that's what happens. The referee does the classic, you are out of here, and Adam Cole is kicked out. Eddie Guerrero references in my wrestling. That's what I like. Love Eddie. I always love how even though they're, like, a matter of feet away from each other. Yeah. They've got a gesture. The ref is, like, doing, like, yeah. gesturing around his waist, like, no, this is for the belt. Yeah. Like, you, you, you have to go out of here. I'm like, dude, I'm right next to you. <laughs> I can hear you. Uh, excuse me, Adam, you need to leave right now. <laughs> but that's not wrestling. That's <laughs> no. not what we watch. In wrestling, it is, uh, you yeah. are out of here. Just, just get out of here. Get out of here. So get Adam Cole is ejected from this match. Now the tag team is evened up because Roddy was chasing Dream earlier on. Um, there's a fisherman buster. Um, sorry, there's um, there's like sweeping the leg from Kyle O'Reilly to Pete Dunne. Riddle finally makes a hot tag at one point. There's double knees. There's exploder suplexes, fisherman suplexes. There's German suplex counter. Pete Dunne then like cower- power bomb Kyle into like this mat. There's like a tiger driver type moves. There's a there's a mention that the ankles were over the armpits from this power bomb. Like think about how you sit down power bomb. He like. 
gets oh, like height over it. The tiger right, yeah, it was yeah. snug and like low, wasn't it? Yeah, it looked crazy. Pete Dunn does his classic stomps like Daniel Bryan. There's the lunatic lariat from Kyle who fights back to Pete. Riddle is in. There's the flash knees. There's German suplexes. There's wrist control. There's more German suplexes. Um, there's a knee to Dunn which just sends him flying into the crowd from Kyle O'Reilly. And then Red Dragon or Undisputed Era hit Chasing the Dragon. But they don't call it that. No, they called it the collapse. The collapse, which is chasing the dragon, the brainbuster roundhouse kick to like the back. And they've called it chasing the dragon for time. You in could NXT. easily just call it chasing or the chase or the dragon. Like literally, just call it the chase. I'm pretty sure they've called it this. They've literally in called it NXT. Like I'm, its proper name. I can be straight real. I was very shocked that they actually called it chasing the dragon at one point because if you kind of know what the what it means but yeah, it, sure. it, realistically it doesn't mean that I bad. don't find it too yeah. offensive no, it it's means not. chasing the high like, yeah it's... come on it's not that bad no. and they were a red dragon I, yeah. I would like to still call it I'm from, from now on I, if they call it the collapse cool I'm calling it, it chasing was, the dragon the only way I might think that maybe this isn't its real name is Nigel said it whereas I feel it's normally Moro who kind of hits the names over the head whereas Nigel I believe called this the collapse so we'll see you next time what they call well, it. looks cool, but get this. Matt Riddle kicks out of it. Only a two count. They've won many matches with it, but it's it's not over yet. Riddle beats up both of them, hits a double spear. This is when the crowd here in the PC is chanting, Riddle, Riddle. But out comes the grizzled young veterans. They get involved here. There's a double throat chop from Gibson to Riddle. Kyle gets a roll-up, only a two count. The Grizzly Young Vets get taken out from like a kind of like a back body drop from Fish from Riddle to Fish onto the Vets. Then the Bro to Sleep kind of double team combo kick to the head to Kyle O'Reilly and the Bruiserweights retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. But wow, that finish where they just kill Kyle. They killed Kyle. They killed Kyle with that finish there. He looked like he just died. Wow, just crazy. Um, this was a lot of fun as well. But in all honesty, you mentioned probably already a few times going through the motions and this is exactly what i thought would happen like really like cookie cutter planning of a of a wow we need to book a pay-per-view match in a few weeks and there's going to be a few tag team involved what should we do with this match i'm kind of disappointed in this match i i thought this would kind of go the next level and it still didn't do that for me we've already seen it we're negative dances today yeah i think so um it, it was like it's it's very much what we thought like Kyle gets his like hot streak where he's hitting his axe kicks. Uh, Riddle gets his hot streak where he hits the spear and the uh, like the brotons yeah. and all that. It's we've seen it all mm-hmm. a lot. They're not they're not switching it up enough. And I think this is okay. This this wasn't meant to be a show stealer because this is meant to build for why not? This should have been. Look at this match: Undisputed Era right. versus Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. This should be crazy. Yeah. It yeah. just didn't get to that next level for me, but yeah, I think it was fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but it just fun. Like, as nothing... it was as it was ramping up, feel, it didn't. I showed a friend of mine who doesn't follow wrestling, and we we went for drinks the other day, and we wanted to keep going. So it was like, come back, I've got fucking alcohol in the fridge. Gargano versus Almas and Chill. So we, I showed him Shingo versus Osprey, right? Because um, he was like, "There's Japanese wrestling." Well, like, that's yeah. like one of the best matches ever. And but seconds into it, where they're literally just feeling each other out, and none of the crazy shits happening, he's going, "Whoa, 
whoa, this is crazy. This is really cool. And I go, oh, oh nothing's <laughs> happened yet. Nothing's so he lost his mind. So I think show him something like this and he go, oh, wow, that's great. But we watch fantastic wrestling yeah. all the time. God, that tag match the other week at AEW, one, the best match of the year so far, I think. Um, That's contender for match of the year for me. For sure. That tag match with Hangman, yeah. And these guys, it's it's just going through the motions. It's Raw and SmackDown have their formula of beat down, beat down, headlock, commercial break. NXT has a more exciting formula, but it is formulaic. Mm -hmm. It's become very formulaic. Their main events at TakeOvers are starting to become formulaic with just going for the epic and then bit of shenanigans. It's... I'm not seeing it be switched up enough, and the guys are more than talented to do it. Right, I agree, yeah. It, the, all four of these guys are amazing. Yeah. But something just, this didn't feel like a takeover match, this just felt like a TV match that just was like, you. I, on this show, it, some people listen to us just because they don't watch it, and they're like, yeah, if, if they tell me to watch something that was amazing, I'll go watch it. I wouldn't say go watch this, because you didn't no. really miss anything. Yeah. Uh, and that's not knocking the talent, because all four of these guys are talented. I'm just saying, this really is like, we know what the match is, we, we, we know what's coming, and it's just like, can we just get there already? And they, they have this problem that's, here. That's how I felt with the whole booking, to be yeah. honest. Uh, Grizzled Young vet, Vets come out, and I we predicted a while ago that this would be the thing to make it a bit more interesting, to add a new like wrinkle yeah, to it. Yeah, so Tampa Takeover is a, is a three-way tag. three-way, which... Hopefully, should be an incredible match. All three right. teams are great. But again, it's how are we booking it up? Oh, just run out there. <laughs> run out there and interfere. Yeah. They yeah. could have been more interference. They could have cost Era the titles. Era could have won the titles again, because who cares? They could have won it. And then they go, wow, look, we fucking told you we're the best. And then you go, you know what? At TakeOver Tampa, it's a three-way tag match for all three. And then Broserweights win it back. Like, it just... It just would have spiced things up. It would have got some interest because this just no... There's no electricity coming mm. from this. There's no sparks from no. this. Like, this I is agree. just kind of cold to me. Uh, so, this wasn't the main event and obviously they knew that this was kind of maybe not super hot that they put this not last on the show because mm. I mentioned it the main event because it was the main event match but there's still a segment yes. left here on NXT. Yeah, um... I love all four of those guys, and I think the TakeOver tag team title match will be crazy. Yeah. But that's a TakeOver, and this is now. So, yeah, a little let down. Um, Adam Cole celebration next week, just a reminder, is what they tell us. And also, the women's ladder match will have another person added, Candice LeRae or M- Mercedes Martinez. I'm looking forward to see that. Because they're fighting next week. That'll be a crazy I think match. Both, both it- should be in the match. Candice LeRae's... Uh, steps up to it and impresses. She yeah. hasn't had that many opportunities. Candice LeRae um, is amazing. She's fantastic. Uh, Mercedes Martinez also fantastic and has had zero opportunities so far. I mean, yeah. she's, she's just joined. She's this is what she's I want. Impressive. I, I want this. Candice LeRae advances to the match, and then the storylines leading in give Candice some like airtime where Candice LeRae is like, "Yo, look at my t- competition in this match." Like. Pfft. I'm Candice LeRae. I'm 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 Mrs. NXT. I'm gonna steal the show. And then right near the takeover, if it happens, Io Shirai is announced into the match. And then it's just like, ooh, that's still that long lasting kind of thing. Yeah. Even if they're both faces, heels, whatever, it can still it's a little bit of an extra excitement, I feel. If you know, injury depending. Yeah. If fucking this pay per view even happens. Yeah. 
I, I hope <laughs> they give these two a good amount of time next week because I think they could have a really good match. Yeah, I think so too. Mercedes Martinez versus Candice LeRae next week on NXT. But Tomasa Champa comes down to the ring. He's pissed off. He goes in the ring. No one will survive. He says, Johnny, I don't know where you are, but you gave me a promise. You gave the NXT Universe a promise that this week we would find out why you attacked me. So tell me why. Your time's about up. And Johnny Gargano appears on the, the screen. He's somewhere in like some office. Clearly the PC somewhere else in the building. He says, look... We're going to do things your way? No, 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 no. We're going to, it's Johnny time. Everyone was wrong about you, Champa. Everyone forgets the past three years like they don't exist. Don't you remember what you did to me? What you did to NXT? Champa, you're the worst person in NXT history. You see, you go away for six months, six months injured, and everyone just loves you when you come back. Everyone chants, Daddy's home. All of a sudden, everyone supposed to cheer you did i did i miss an apology why are you all of a sudden redeemed but as he's like talking he's not wrong he's not wrong he's not wrong at, at all. all completely right completely right in the right here Where, was there a promo when he came back he's and was like, like hey i'm hey, back i've been off for a long time I was and a i've dick. been thinking about my actions johnny candace i'm sorry i was a dick and yeah. it wasn't until i almost had this taken away from me where I realized how bad it was for me to try and take it away from you. You were my brother, and I betrayed you, and I let you down, Johnny. I'm sorry. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes. I'm sorry. Was there that? No. He comes back and just wants his fucking gold belt back. He's like, Johnny, uh, remember when you won the title and I came out and hugged you with your wife? Remember that? Yeah, cool. That was my apology. Yeah, Soz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not what he says. But as Johnny's all saying this, Champa left the ring going through the PC, like, hunting him down. Well, he finds him. Johnny and Champa start to brawl. They start fighting through the performance center. They're, br- they're fighting in a boardroom. Champa takes a laptop, smacks Johnny with it. <laughs> they're running through rooms. Johnny throws, like, this, like, pen, pencil container at him. That would hurt. Getting pens and pencils thrown at you. What if those were sharpened pencils? Mm. That would hurt. You get lead poisoning. It hurt. They keep brawling. They're fighting through. There's crutches. There's a random guy st- tries to stop Champa, and he just gets punched in the face. There's the in the hallways in the PC. There's the big like, posters. posters of previous WrestleManias and stuff all framed. Yeah. And is it Champa picks it up and just wallops <laughs> Johnny with it? It looks painful. Like the frame of it would hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not just a poster, but the frame. Uh, there's they're, they're yelling, they're like shit talking each other. Like, there's no more DIY. You fucked it all up. Essentially, <laughs> Champa gets. They're then like in like the workout area, like the gym part of the performance center, and Champa gets thrown into like a training machine here. And uh, you know, we've been talking about the coronavirus here, and everyone should stay sanitary. Well. That's what Johnny Gargano was trying to do here as he grabs the disinfectant spray for the workout machines. Yep. When you're done working out, you use these sprays and towel it down. He grabs the spray and sprays. I'm surprised the- you know that. Hey, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's got I'm the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I work out? You don't think I work out? It takes a lot to look like this. Not, not a lot, but like a little bit. Uh, well, he disinfects Champa. So Champa is now good for the next, I don't know, 60 minutes. Yeah. So you should wash his hands again. He gets sprayed in the eyes. Johnny then starts to beat him up. 
he then uh, takes Champa and throws. Johnny throws Champa through a glass door. Mm. It shatters. It goes everywhere. They're fighting through the gym. Um, it reminds me of Here Comes the Pain. Yeah, because <laughs> they're it, fighting this, in the gym. This will be a level. The yeah. PC, uh, like the office, and then you go into. Yeah, the, yeah this was cool. Um, they're essentially in an episode of The Office, just yeah. fighting in the gym. In the offices here, uh, they're fighting through here. Uh, Johnny goes to like lift like a, one of these like weights to hit Champa with, but Champa's like no no no, and then he takes it and hits Johnny in the gut with it. Uh, they're fighting back and forth. Champa throws a weight at Johnny, but he moves out of the way and it shatters a mirror here in the performance center. They then keep fighting and they they get to back to ringside where they're fighting. There's a flying knee into a chair into Johnny's face. Champa's like this is my house. Gargano goes up to. The perch. They're on the perch. Oh boy! Now I mentioned the perch earlier. Well, they're back on it. They're fighting up on the perch. Now below the perch is so perfectly placed the NXT commentary table. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, Davey, but is it not always there? Is it not somewhere else? Usually, no, no. It's usually there. Okay. Yeah, it's usually All below right. the perch. But mm-hmm. they were fucked off, didn't they? They were like, "Yo, I'm out." Yeah. They dip off. Johnny Gargano on the perch removes the metal guardrail. Somehow it's loose, which is very... (laughs) Someone should be fired for this. (laughs) You're telling me at a university in Florida where they film a professional wrestling TV show live every week at 8 o'clock on USA Network that they have on their TV set a thing that's elevated, very kind of high above the crowd, that has a dysfunctional guardrail that people lean on? You have to lift it up. To take it out. He easily disconfigured this thing. He was like, and I'm going to take that off. But who's going up there apart from well, Regal to yell war games? <laughs> Which we were all waiting for to happen here. <laughs> Gargano removes the guardrail. They fight on it and they continue to fight. Gargano locks in the Gargano escape at one point. Champa gets out of it. Gargano's like talking shit. He says, look, everyone, look at this teachable moment. And I quote, is what he said. But Champa gets up, puts Johnny up on his shoulders in a fireman carry position, looks down below at this table, below the perch, quite below, jumps off with Johnny on the shoulders with the air raid crash through the announce table. Both guys are laid out. It's chaos. It's a pandemic. It's insanity. Cats and dogs living together. The the referees come down. They're all checking on both guys. Johnny is dead. Champ is selling like he hurt himself. William Regal comes out. We expect him to save war games or at least hell in a cell. But he does not do that. No. But it goes off the air with these two kind of in a, in a squabble laying down here. What and that was NXT. This, what did you think of this brawl? Yeah, uh, I liked the brawl. It was cool. It was interesting to see something kind of different where they're fighting through the performance center. Like the different scenario, the the different scenery is cool. Scenery to see. you haven't seen in WWE. Yeah, like I mentioned, here comes the pain. But like that was the fun about playing the games where you can travel to different things and yeah. fight through different things. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. So it was kind of refreshing, um, and that's kind of what these this feud needed. Because everyone knows why Johnny did what he did, realistically. Like, you know why, if you've been watching this show. If this is a soap opera, you kind of support Johnny in a weird way. Like, if you watch Coronation Street, if you watch some soap... This is, yeah, somewhat... Like, imagine... um, Like, you're married to someone, they cheat on you, 
with someone else. Right. You you go away heartbroken, and then they become happy and in a relationship, and then become a bit of a a baby face couple. Yeah. And then you come back and you're still mad, and you're like, no, I still fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, you. you're still terrible. But you're the jerk who's coming back to break up this yeah relationship. It's kind of that. Um, <laughs> I, you sound like you're talking from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> then they block you on everything. Wow. And, no. That's um, when you create fake accounts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I enjoyed bits of this. I thought the same thing I always feel about WWE brawls went on way too long. Yeah. The, also, with it not being in an arena, but being in a small venue, the crowd are quiet. So you're hearing just the refs going, come on, come on, Johnny. Oh, come on, stop doing that. Stop it, stop it. Come <laughs> people on now. laughing. Come on, put that down. Oh, yeah, there's a guy just audibly laughing on the mic. Ridiculous. Um, did you mention Drake Younger getting, like, thrown? That was cool. <laughs> but, yeah, I felt... It didn't. I but... felt it would die. It was kind of dying a bit. And then you had the spot with Champa going through the window. And I was like, that's cool. It should end there. Yeah. And then it continued for a while. I agree. And then went to the perch and you're, okay, we're on the perch. This is cool. I felt the announcement should have happened. Whatever the stipulation is, we're, we're guessing hell in a cell. I imagine it's some sort of stipulation, but I feel Regal should have just ended the show. We know it's coming. I feel a, a promo segment wouldn't have quite the reaction as if he just came out tonight and was like, you guys want to fight all over the place? Well, we're going to contain you and blah, and shout it out. Hell in a cell. I didn't... Yeah. It felt it needed just that climax at the end. Well, so the, now the gimmick is they brawl, they fight, they hate each other even more. They've killed each other, so they can't be contained. And William Rio came out and he's like, oh, two of my biggest stars are, are fucking each other up. So next week, I imagine, or at least before next week, maybe even online, that it is some sort of gimmick match, whether it be... Hell in the Cell, three stages of hell, whatever it be. Mm. I think Hell in the Cell makes more sense. We've never seen that in NXT, and it could. These two have done so many matches already, so it's like an we've NXT. seen them brawl all over the yeah. place. We've seen the those <coughs> matches. I think the Cell match is what it has to be. I agree. And this feels like old school, where it's it's the only thing that all that went this feud. Yeah, I agree. It's the main thing. That's how I hate that the gimmick pay-per-views tell you when it's going to be because now it's just like, no, we should announce it. Also, it's been long enough since the last Hell in a Cell and enough time away from the next one. I agree. Where it feels kind of fresh. Yeah, I agree. But I just wanted it to be announced tonight. So William Regal did not announce it, but he's out there, and uh, we we think that he's that's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. War games? I can't do war games. We already did it. And eight blood others. and guts. Blood man. and guts. Oh, we can't do that either. Hell in a cell. Yeah, maybe. So that was NXT for me. I would say like I still enjoyed tonight's episode, but um, I di- we didn't really get anything out of it. We still don't know anything that we didn't know. Like realistically, no. a few people are added to a match, but that's the only match that's like kind of solidified so we're still in this like weird like limbo position so yeah i I enjoyed this week but again we do do our AEW reviews on thursdays for um our patreon and like the past few weeks AEW has had a way better show and um i can't wait to go watch AEW. and it's our job to be like objective and criticize and point out what we we've been we had such a streak of just praising this show week after week after week and and maybe a couple of years ago, Christ, we're, we're watching 2012 NXT. If you were presented with an e- episode like this, yeah. then your mind would be blown. Right. But the standard just keeps getting better and better and better and keeps evolving. 
And I don't think it's evolved since a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel they need to figure it out still. Uh, Still a solid show. Still the best show WWE produces every week. By far. Yeah. Um, Just it's, it's that gut feeling it's not clicking with me i agree i'm not i don't think you're far off and i think a lot of people agree as well but still still this week was like just kind of there but it had some fun moments but nothing that really like is super memorable to me this week but i'm gonna read out some news now um that's just come out um which most of you probably know by now but I mentioned earlier in the show there was a rumour that SmackDown could be cancelled. Yes. Uh, SmackDown has been cancelled this Friday in Detroit and will broadcast from the PC. Wow. I think it will be kind of interesting watching how these guys do in a sure. Roman Reigns in this kind of environment. <laughs> They're going to boo him. Fiend, John Cena in this kind of environment. Could be kind of cool. I mean, a shame why it's happening, but... It'll be cool to see a completely different setting for these guys. Is this going to happen week by week? Is it going to happen to Raw? I, I mean, I, Detroit, I know, is affected. Uh, it's one of the areas affected. So I think they'll, they'll take it case by case. Right. But they're lucky they have something like a PC that they can use for stuff like this. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Uh, so that's what we thought about NXT. I know we posted up feedback as we do every Wednesday, forum.postwrestling.com. It looks like we didn't get that much feedback this week. That means a lot of people aren't watching wrestling because they're busy washing their hands. They're busy out and about. Right. So uh, let's quickly read what we got here. I'm going to start first because it looks like there's only two or three. Paul from New Jersey. Mm. Dakota Kai always gets me high, but I am actually glad Yim got the victory here. Mia Yim gets me... Mm. Come back to me. <laughs> uh, he, he continues, Mia Yim needed it more, and I'm excited to see her in another ladder match. Flair and Ripley has been an abysmal feud, but tonight was a step in the right direction. Theory and Breeze had a fun exchange, but AEW is just so too good this week, and it's commanding my viewing. You're still a superior brand. Never forget that. All I have left to say is Kona Reeves was trained by Afa and the original Rock Don Morocco. And edit air raid spot was great. It was great, to be fair. And to be fair, Paul uh, Kona Reeves is great. Yeah, the finest, He's really. The finest. But he was not on the show tonight. Um, so Mia Yim getting the spot. Yeah, I agree. I, I like Mia w- Yim gets the win. Mia Yim gets the win. There you go. I like it. Yeah. It's simple. It's easy. <laughs> it's not offensive. Everyone wins. John's not mad. <laughs> it's <just> great. <laughs> you want to read the next one? We go to mystery. Hiya. I say hiya all the time and people think I go, how are ya? Because I always go, hey, hiya. And they go, yeah, good, thanks, you. And I go, what? <laughs> you what? Um, hiya. Brawl between Gargano and Champa was great, but everything else was just decent at best. The women's ladder match is shaping up to be filled with women that are the pinnacle of, who cares? Chelsea Green. Mia Yim. Tegan Knox. That is an incredibly weak field so mm. far. Candice versus Mercedes next week as well, so it's not going to improve too much from an optics perspective. This Rhea Charlotte feud is terrible, and the sooner Rhea loses that title after WrestleMania, the better. She has completely crashed and burned as champion. People clearly prefer Bianca, but I think Io will probably win the title from Rhea sometime after WrestleMania. AEW has been better overall. But their women's division is still incredibly weak. And they don't take it seriously at all, which is a big reason why I still prefer NXT over AEW at the end of the day. 
question of the week. Did you guys see here the Kabuki Warriors promo from Raw this past week? It was pretty polarizing. John and Wei seem to love it, but I know a couple of reviews I listened to hated it. I'm a big fan of the... Uh, look, it's called World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. I like to see other people of all nationalities, and I love to hear different languages. Definitely including when Asuka loses her goddamn mind yelling in Japanese. I absolutely love it. She is actually kind of scary. Like, yeah. realistically, especially at the chamber where she's like, I'm promoting. Oh, she, like, she held those time gaps, like, in yeah. between people True. coming out yeah. their pods. She yeah. was one of the stars there. So, yeah, uh, I did see s- some of Raw, as I said. And, like, yeah, I- I'm a, we, we, lo- we have our Kyrie cutout. Uh, we need to get her a face mask. Um, but um, we, 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 we love Kyrie and we love Asuka here, both from the, 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 the NXT history here. But I, I did like that. I, yeah. I really liked it, to be honest. I think um, we've seen when uh, like Japanese, Japanese stars in particular have tried to cut promos in English and suddenly they lose that sparkle. Mm-hmm. And this was them just full out going for it they were like Asuka's always been a bit crazy and animated and stuff right since NXT days um I loved it I think it worked um and it's different and that's what wrestling needs it needs different stuff we don't want that I love when Asuka loses what I don't like about these Charlotte Flair promos it comes out and it's I am the queen of wrestling. Yeah, wouldn't you and rather? And you are just a little mouse, <laughs> and I am the queen. Woo! It's fucking boring. Wouldn't you rather so see this me, girl like coming out with me colored two hair? People yeah. Come out, scream, laugh, howl. I still know exactly what they're saying. They're saying they're the fucking world tag team champions, and then they get and they're gonna beat everyone. And Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, come get it, because I'm gonna beat you the fuck up. I know they're saying that. I don't speak Japanese. I didn't understand any of the English they said. But I know that's what they said. I, I agree. It. No, no. I, like, I'm a big fan of that. And especially, uh, I, I think wrestling has kind of moved on from like being like, oh, we see a foreigner? Boo that person. They're speaking a different language? We hate that. Like, We've moved on as people and as wrestling fans. Like, Now that Asuka is still the heel, so obviously like, it makes sense. Like, Cool. But... I, I really do like it. I, I I am a big fan of it. Take as well these like these killer cross vignettes and all those kind of things. Within seconds on Twitter, people have decoded what these messages mean and go, oh, if you look carefully, there's a K and R and O and an S. The dream ones, like, oh, yeah. look, it's the circles are his. Gl-. People right away on Twitter have done that. There's no reason why someone can't come out, cut a promo in their own language, make you work for it. Mm-hmm. Find it on Twitter. Sure. Seconds later, someone will have translated it and be, oh my God, do you know what Asuka said this week? She actually said this. And you go, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've, all, we've all got phones. We've all got laptops. Like, Let me tell you, Google Translate this. literally saved my life. Sure. Google Translate yeah. has literally saved my life. Just saying. Yeah. It can, you can get around it. It's 2020. And I think they're doing way better now than when they did have a mouthpiece with Paige. And I like Paige. Oh, and yeah, I think she's yeah. a good talker, but I just don't think that I agree. worked. Yeah, Paige is like good, but why Yeah, why were you yeah. with them? It makes way more sense. Kabuki Warriors, that pink shirt they got too. Oh, I want it. Should we buy it? Well, it depends if I'm actually going or not. I'd right, wear the yeah, sure. time and time. Uh, we do have one more piece of feedback before we end the show. Wrestling Graham says, Shirai gets you high, but Raquel makes me swell. Angel emoji. 
Yes, Raquel makes me swell too. <laughs> okay, you read that out. <laughs> Angel emoji? No, you read the whole... Okay, I wasn't expecting you to read Raquel that makes me swell? Yes. Raquel makes me swell. Is that bad? Swell, not big Think swole. Think about it. Think about it. I think he means like he feels nice and good about himself when he's... A sees swell me. of emotions and just... A oh, swell of emotions. Sure. That's what I thought he okay. meant. Yeah, you took it the different direction, <laughs> which is very odd considering <laughs> usually I'm the one who takes things in the opposite direction. But I was thinking like, yeah, there's an angel emoji meaning like swell, like good feeling. Okay, nice. good. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, Dakota Kai makes me spry. At one point. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that was feedback. That's what you thought of NXT. That's what we thought of NXT. We talk about NXT every Wednesday night, but wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, wherever you are listening to this, thank you for listening. Again, you can find us on our Patreon because this month is WrestleMania season, and it's wild. We got our best match ever, WrestleMania Curtain Jerkers. We're watching all the WrestleMania opening matches and debating which one's the best. What's the best curtain jerker of WrestleMania? And then in a few weeks, we're doing best match ever, WrestleMania main events, show closers. What's the best WrestleMania main event of all time? Well, we're going to discuss it in a show, best match ever. So we got a few of those this month. We have a WrestleMania game, John Pollock, Wei Ting, Mike Murray, tomorrow night available on our Patreon. Again, if you're thinking or like, oh, I want to try these guys. I like you guys a little bit. Now's the month. Five bucks, you get to try all the, the back catalog, everything, and you get to listen to us. So it's been crazy, because we have so many shows out. Holy shit. And if you want a little taster, because we do stuff like movie reviews, like we're going to be doing a review of The Matrix next week, as chosen by one of our world champs. But yeah. we're actually doing a free movie review this Friday on this very feed. You can listen to our, our review of The Force Awakens. We're finally there. We're wow. at the final three wow. Star Wars films, the newest trilogy, so you can listen to that on Friday. Holy. We've been reviewing a bunch of movies. We did Parasite because we said we would review the Academy Award winner. That was awesome. We did Best Match Ever, Best of Edge, since his whole return and his angles with Randy Orton leading up to WrestleMania. So we watched all the Best Edge matches and we reviewed and discussed. I mentioned the Bret Hart episode for Valentine's Day. That's all last month. So you join, you get access to all the other shows. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. So... If, you, this, if this is the time to try it and think, like, ah, five bucks isn't that much. It's, what do people say? It's a cup of coffee? Yeah. Well, hey, it's a cup of coffee. And you get all the shows that we like to do. And we've been having a blast doing these podcasts. So it's just, just been so awesome. We did an Up Yours where we watched Jason X. Oh, yes. We went from Parasite Academy Award winning movie in the same week to watching Jason <laughs> X, which I can tell you is not an Academy Award it's, winning movie. It's not quite. Not quite. Almost there. Almost Maybe there. a Golden Globe Almost winner. there. Yeah. Um, so we like to finish our shows by giving a little thank you to uh, to our patrons who, with their support, allow us to keep this show for free every week. Uh, so we've had some new people sign up recently and like to give them a shout out. Thank you to Paul Collins. Thank you for taking the jump and joining us. Thank you, Michael Begg. Thank you, Robin Brown. Thank you, Richard Hernandez and Kevin Vold. Thank you very much for being one of our patrons. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff Cook, for being a patron. Thank you, Mark Butchers. Mark the Butcher Butchers. Thank you, Robert Sheldon. Thank you, Ray the Dude. 
And thank you, Lee Patterson, for all being patrons on the Up Next Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext. Again, five bucks a month. You get all the podcasts we've been doing. We do What's Next. We review NXT. We just talked about Cassius Ono and Ricky the the Dragon Steamboat's son, Richie Steamboat. And actually kind of was pretty good, actually. Best match in What's Next history so far. So far. In 2012. Little spoiler. Little spoiler here, but it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Seth Rollins is champion right now. Big E debuted the five count. Shit's going well. We're talking about that every uh, week or every other week on the Patreon as well. So, so many shows we're doing to keep this show free. And that's why we shout out all the patrons every week. So, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll be back on our Patreon with the Thursday AEW reviews. Because I can't wait to watch AEW. This this NXT show kind of left a little sour taste in my mouth. As it has the past few weeks. We're being negative Nancys, I guess. But it's okay. Because we, we, we're Some might say we're being overly negative, And I think we are to an extent. But um, it's because we want the best out of our NXT. Yes, we do. We really do. We're, we're here for a long time. And a good time. Not just a good time. Yes. A long and good time. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Up Next and following us. Uh, again, find us wherever you find your podcast. Review, rate us, give us all the, the stars, all the nice reviews. Follow the Up Next podcast at Up Next Podcast on Twitter. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me at the Bray D on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Davy Portman. And join us for our watch-longs as well. Uh, we've been doing a few watch-longs recently on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash up next. Yeah, we did the AEW Revolution and the Super Showdown uh, pay-per-view or whatever they called that show. And it's funny. We always joke and say we're your NXT friends. Friends. But we're really your like, wrestling friends because it's so crazy. The internet lets you become friends via podcasting through things it's it's wild it's just crazy so that's been a lot of fun as well um i see in our youtube chat john Cena is mentioning the fcw documentary that was on the wwe network which just kind of ties into us because we're nxt and we've Mm. been doing was next we will talk about a little bit about it more on up nextra tomorrow on the patreon so thank you again for that cheap plug we've been plugging it too much and also download the hot mic app where you can join us every wednesday for this post show and for more watch-longs down the line. Yes. So thank you for joining us. We're going to get out of here. You can find us again next week with uh, Up Next every Wednesday as we will get closer to TakeOver Tampa. We're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. And I hope Tom Hanks recovers very, very soon. Holy shit. I guess it caught him if he can. Wilson! Ahoy! Wow. Wow. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. 
right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.